0: Hello and welcome to another episode of It's Storytime. Let's come across and see what the children are listening to today, shall we? Let's go, let's go. Right, right, settle down children, settle down. Today's story is called... Da, 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 da. Mrs. Flange Gets cross. Mr. Flange sat in his chair, reading the newspaper. Mrs. Flange sat by the fire, knitting. Clickety-clickety-click went her needles. Mr. Flange sniffed. Mrs. Flange didn't say anything, but she just looked at him in that way. He sniffed again. Don't, said Mrs. Flange. "'Where's your hanky, Flange?' "'Don't know,' said Flange, and sniffed again. "'But but, but I gave you a clean one just this morning,' said Mrs. Flange. "'It must be in your pocket.' "'Well, it's not,' said Flange. "'I've looked. "'I must have lost it when I went out for a walk. "'I remember taking it out once.' but I don't remember putting it back into my pocket again. Oh, oh, now I shall have to give you another hanky, groaned Mrs. Flange. Anyone would think I was made of hankies. <laughs> no, they wouldn't, love, said Flange, looking at his plump little wife. Flange, I shall have to do something about your hankies, said Mrs. Flange knitting very quickly, as she always did when she was cross. You've lost five this week. Five? Oh, no, dear, said Flange. Oh, yes, Mr. Flange, said Mrs. Flange, and she rattled her needles loudly. Five? It's got to stop. Next time you go out, I shall pin your hanky inside your umbrella then you won't be able to lose it. But but it will be awfully difficult to blow my nose if my hanky is pinned inside my umbrella, said Flange. No, it won't. You can put your umbrella up and the hanky will unfold and fall down to your nose, said Mrs Flange. You won't be able to leave it behind because it will be pinned to your umbrella. When you've used it, You can just fold up your umbrella and put it down again. But have I got to put my umbrella up every time I want to blow my nose, said Flange, alarmed. Yes, said Mrs. Flange, then perhaps you will learn not to lose your hankies. She was as good as her word. The next time poor Flange went out, Mrs. Flange pinned his hanky firmly to the inside of his big umbrella. There, she said. Now you just can't help bringing your hanky home. Mr. Flange went out, hoping that he wouldn't have to blow his nose for the whole afternoon. He couldn't bear the idea of putting up his umbrella every time he wanted to use his hanky. Luckily, he didn't want to blow his nose at all. He walked to the paper shop and then went into the country, meaning to sit on the stile he liked and read his paper. He soon came to the stile. He climbed up and opened his newspaper. He hung his umbrella on the top bar of the stile. Then he began to read. The paper was very, very interesting Although Mr. Flange had read almost exactly the same news in the morning newspaper, it seemed just as interesting when he read it the second time. He read for so long that he forgot the time. When he at last looked at his watch, he was alarmed to see that it was almost tea time. ''Oh, no, 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 now I shall be late for tea,'' he said, and got off the stile in a great hurry. ''Goodness gracious, I must run!'' So he ran and just got home as Mrs. Flange was making the tea. Late as usual, she said. Did you have a nice walk? Sit down, tea's ready. Flange felt very hot with his hurrying. He panted. His forehead felt wet with heat. And he felt in his pocket for his hanky. It wasn't there, of course. So he wiped his forehead. At the back of his hand, Mrs. Flange saw him. Oh, Flange, where are your manners? Wipe your forehead with your hanky, do! Haven't got it, said Flange, feeling in all his pockets again. Well, I pinned it inside your umbrella. Have you forgotten already? said Mrs. Flange. Mr. Flange got up to get his umbrella, but it wasn't in the hall stand. How extraordinary it was always there, but now it wasn't. What had happened to it? And then, with an awful shock, Flange remembered that he had left it behind, hooked to the stile. Oh no, no, smacky hands, smacky hands. Yes, he had hooked the handle to the top bar of the stile, with the hanky pinned in it, and he had left them both there. "'Now what would Mrs Flange say?' "'Um, perhaps I could just pop upstairs and get another hanky "'before she notices anything, and then after tea "'I could see if my umbrella is still on the stile,' thought poor Flange. "'But there wasn't any time to go and get a new hanky, "'because Mrs Flange called out impatiently, "'Flange, what are you doing out there in the hall?' "'Isn't your hanky in the umbrella?' Ah, uh, yes, yes, my dear, it is,' said Mr Flange, thinking that it certainly must be. "'Well, bring it then,' said Mrs Flange. "'You can surely unpin it.' "'Well, er, uh, er, uh, yes, love,' said Flange, "'wondering how he was to unpin a hanky from an umbrella that wasn't there.' I suppose your big clumsy fat hands can't undo the pin, called Mrs Flange, getting annoyed. Bring the umbrella here and I'll unpin the hanky. The scones are getting all cold. Dear, dear, I never knew such a man. Well, that was worse than ever. How could he bring in an umbrella that wasn't there? The umbrella isn't here, called Mr Flange. Why not, called back Mrs Flange. "'Puzzled?' "'Well, oh, oh, well, I must have left it on the stile,' called Mr. Flange, "'not daring to go back into the kitchen. "'But Mrs. Flange at once popped out into the hall. "'What? You've lost your umbrella now? "'You just put on your hat and go straight back to the stile and get it! "'Anyone might take it!' "'So poor Flange had to leave his nice tea "'and go hurrying off to the stile.' He was in such a flurry that he didn't notice Mr. Jinks hurrying in the opposite direction, carrying his umbrella with him. Mr. Jinks had passed by the stile and had seen the umbrella. He knew it was Mr. Flange's and now he was hurrying to take it back. Flange didn't hear him calling, he just went panting and panting on. And when he came to the stile, the umbrella wasn't there. Of course. Oh, so back went poor Flange, very much afraid that Mrs Flange would have a great deal to say to him that evening and a great deal of smacking, I expect. He was very glad indeed when he saw his umbrella standing in the hall again. Mr Jenks brought it back, said Mrs Flange. I gave him your scones to eat in return for his kindness, but you can have bread and jam. Now the next day Flange put on his coat to go out and once more took his umbrella, which had his hanky still pinned inside. But Mrs. Flange called him before he went out. Flange, come here a minute. Are you taking your hanky and your umbrella? Yes, love, said Flange. Well, just to make sure you don't lose your umbrella again, I'm going to tie it to your coat sleeve with thread said Mrs. Flange. Then, even if you do put it down and forget it, it will hang on to your sleeve so you can't leave it behind. There now, that's tightly tied on. Your hanky is pinned to your umbrella and your umbrella is tied to your coat sleeve. You can't possibly lose either of them now. Mr. Flange didn't at all like all this pinning and tying, but he didn't dare argue about it. Mrs. Flange was so much better at arguing than he was, so much better at smacking as well. So he set off, looking rather gloomy. He thought he would go and look in at his old friend Mr. Pito. Mr. Peto had five children, and it was always a jolly house to go to. So he arrived at Mr. Peto's to find him playing an exciting game of rounders with the five boys and girls. Now Mr Flange loved rounders. He loved hitting the ball and he liked trying to get someone out. So he joined in the game too. Soon he was feeling very, very hot for he had on his coat. Take off your coat, man, for goodness sake, said Mr Pito, who had nothing on but shorts and a vest. Oh, goodness me, I thought he said they had nothing on there for a second. So Mr Flange took off his coat and set it and the umbrella over the bough of a tree. Then he joined in the game. The sun came out, and everyone got very, very hot. Lemonade! Lemonade! cried Mr. Peter when the game was finished. And ice creams! Come on down to the village shop, all of you, and we'll drink lemonade and have ice creams. Mr. Flange liked lemonade and ice creams too, so he went along. And he paid for a pink ice cream for everyone. The children thought he was very kind, if a little strange. mister Flange suddenly heard the village clock strike one. He jumped up. Oh my gracious he said. I'll be home at half past twelve. Oh I must fly. Goodbye. So off he went, thinking that it was very funny the way that time went when you were playing games. He came in at the door of his house, feeling late and flustered, Oh, late again, said Mrs. Flange. How hot you are. I hope you won't get a chill. Oh, oh, said Flange, feeling for his hanky. It wasn't there, of course. Flange, you know your hanky is pinned to your umbrella, said Mrs. Flange. crossly. Go and get it. Flange went out the hall to get it. His umbrella was not there. Now, don't tell me your umbrella isn't there, Flange, called his wife. I tied it to your coat so that you couldn't leave it behind. Look for your coat and then for your umbrella, then inside for your hanky. Oh, well, my coat isn't here, said Flange desperately, nor my umbrella, nor my hanky. Mrs. Flange came out into the hall in astonishment. Well, where is your coat then, she said. Flange suddenly remembered. Well, oh dear me, yes, I must have left it hanging over the branch of that tree in Mr. Peto's garden, he said. I was hot and I took it off. So the umbrella is there too and the hanky, of course. Mrs. Flange just stared at him. "'Are you doing all this on purpose, Flange?' she asked sternly. "'I suppose if I pin your coat to your vest, you will come in without that too. "'You are a very annoying man. "'I shall not speak to you for the rest of the day. "'I may smack you a little, but I won't speak to you.' "'This was the kind of punishment that Flange really enjoyed, "'because he thought that Mrs Flange spoke far too much anyway. "'But he pretended to look very sad. "'After his dinner... Mr. Peto brought back his coat, umbrella and hanky and Mr. Flange thanked him very much. If you want to come to tea, you'd better come today, he said to Mr. Peto because Mrs. Flange isn't in a speaking mood and we could have a nice quiet time. But oh dear, Mrs. Flange overheard what he said and that was the end of a nice quiet time. Oh poor Flange, he does get himself into trouble, doesn't he? Thank you. That was the end of today's story. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Well, hopefully we'll see you again very, very soon with another, another lovely story involving Bernard or the flanges. I'll see you very soon. Goodbye.